television commercial shows a driver going down the road, muttering away how 2019 is the year of confusion. Well, this commercial is for an insurance price comparison website. This might as well be for Cannabidiol or CBD products. Health claims are being made ranging from the sublime to the ridiculous, which at times makes you pity those serious about CBD research. In a medical dose, does it help treat severe childhood epilepsy syndromes that do not respond to anti-seizure medicines? That is the most definite yes, says Harvard Medical School. Does it cure cancer? That's the most definite no. And everything in the wide, wide between, such as anxiety, sleep disorders, and chronic pain, that's the most definite maybe. Absolutely no surprise here. Gwyneth Paltrow is a proponent of CBD, stating that just taking CBD helps her through the hard times. Doesn't make you stoned or anything, just a little relaxed, she told one beauty website. Leeds-based gourmet marshmallow company, The Marshmallowist, has several flavors of CBD-infused marshmallow because who isn't into CBD these days? It promotes that you'll feel the effects immediately upon eating. What effects? Hmm, no claims being made there. Like I said, 2019 is the year of confusion. Hi, this is your host, Velo Mitrovich, and you're listening to Review Media's The Brewer's Journal Podcast. Is CBD a snake oil scam? A placebo? Or something we'll all be using soon for everything from anxiety attacks to joint pain? It's taking a dose through a can of beer the way to go. Regardless of what it does or does not do, beer makers on both sides of the pond are cashing in on the hype and adding CBD to their brew list. Should you be jumping on the bandwagon as well? I hate to tell you right now what the end will be, but I recommend highly that you just set this one out for at least the time being until the dust settles. And I'll explain my reasons why. In the USA, there's nothing uniting the states when it comes to cannabis products. The federal government sees the use of marijuana and associated products as either illegal or existing in a very gray, dodgy part of the law. Over half the states, however, have passed their own laws, with 10 aligned for its recreational and medical use, and 20 additional states aligned for its medical use, which is extremely easy to obtain. You get a headache, have a little bit of backache, hey, I guarantee you, you'll be approved. If your CBD is hemp-derived, it's federally legal in all 50 states. If your CBD is refined from cannabis, that's another can of worms. Federally, it's illegal in all 50 states, like cannabis, with three states coming out specifically outlining it. Hey, but we're here, not there. So, so what? Ah, but things aren't much clearer here. I asked the Food Standards Agency for its official position. I was told they'd get back to me later, as in months later. CBD is under debate and existing rules could change. As it is right now, CBD is completely legal in the UK, provided 
that has been derived from an industrial hemp strain that is EU approved and does not contain THC, which is the chemical part of cannabis which gets you stoned. The EU, which we may or may not be part of by the end of the month, sees CBD as a novel food. To be defined as this, CBD has to be shown as not causing a risk to public health, it's not replacing a food, but giving you fewer nutritional benefits, and it's not misleading to consumers. As a novel food, you could put CBD in beer, coffee, soft drinks, energy bars, gummies, mint, sweets, oils, capsules, and oral sprays. Ah, there is a catch, however. Before adding CBD to beer or pub snacks, a novel food application needs to be filed and approved. This won't come cheap because your product will be required to undergo a scientific risk assessment by the European Food Safety Authority. If you don't, your food product is considered unsafe and can't be sold. But as far as I can tell, no CBD retail product producer in the UK has followed these steps. And according to MP Medic Pro, no one is enforcing these rules in regards to CBD. Even the United Nations WHO has come out and said CBD cannot harm you. You can easily import CBD into the UK and you don't need a special license to sell it. The only requirement is that you cannot make any health claims regarding your beer with CBD. But if you go into any high street health food store or pick up any muscle building magazine, you can see how companies dance around this by implying, not stating. This all sounds like a win-win-win-win-win. So you're wondering why am I raining on a CBD beer parade? Because all these laws could be changing soon. If the FSA decides the hype surrounding CBD is real, then some real questions are going to be asked, requiring some real answers, which might end up costing you some real money to prove. How much is a dose for a specific medical condition? What are the side effects? How much of a dose is being administered through a can of beer? Entering the body through a beer medium, what percentage is actually being absorbed by the body? How does this vary between body size? Is there a difference between how it affects males or females? Can it affect other medications? I could go on and on here. In the States, so far all messages of CPDs purported amazing health benefits come from people who are in the business of selling CBD products, not from scientists, says Margaret Haney, a neurobiologist who directs the Marijuana Research Laboratory at Columbia University. According to the Hemp Business Journal, scientists still don't know the target CBD hits in the human body, nor what effects it may have, if any. Outside of the tests done with people with rare forms of epilepsy, large studies that compare CBD with placebos are rare. And, says the journal, there's always a chance that for some people, CBD's magic is not made by the compound itself, but by a powerful placebo effect. People who expect good outcomes are more likely to see results. People think it's great for everything, says cognitive neuroscientist Ken Hutchison of the University of Colorado Boulder. That can't possibly be true, he says. But I do think it's going to be great for some things. We just need to figure out what those things are.
those further up the food chain debating boardrooms if CBD products are an emerging trend worth investing in or a hype soon to disappear. New research from Acosta finds that more than a quarter of U.S. consumers are just getting on and using them. This is despite a clear lack of research proving their effectiveness. Millennials most often use CBD products to ease anxiety, 31%, and for general wellness, 30%. Among Gen Xers and Boomers, these products are most commonly used to alleviate joint pain, 31%, and 36%, respectively, and muscle pain, both at 23%. 28% of consumers polled use CBD products on a as-needed, 19%, or daily, 9% basis, stated the Acosta report entitled, Does CBD Affect a Rapidly Emerging Consumer Trend? Regardless as to who is using them or why, the study projects CBD product sales to consumers in USA to hit $20 billion by 2024. Now let me throw this in right now. While $20 billion sounds like a lot, and it is, with all these industry reports, you can do just as well coming up with a figure with a dartboard. I'm trying to compare this figure as to what U.S. craft beer market will be in 2024. I read research company report after research company report, which should differ by as much as $40 billion. Here in the UK, the current value of CBD products is 300 million pounds and is expected to reach 1 billion pounds by 2025. Or so they say, but I digress. By large margin, CBD product users are millennials, 56%, men, 48%, and college-educated, 49% who have a university bachelor's degree. 28% of users are women, 32% are from Generation X, and 15% are baby boomers. Not answered in this survey is the method preferred by CBD users in taking the product but in other reports, those using CBD for a specific reason look for a product that gives a measured dose which works quickly and predictably. If you're telling your customers that getting a CBD dose through downing a cold one is an effective method, you are probably stretching things a bit, especially if you're using CBD oil in your beverage. Cannabinoids are lithophilic molecules meaning in plain English that they are also able to dissolve in fats, but not in water. When consumed directly by eating or drinking, absorption rates are as low as 6 to 15%. A reason for this low absorption is when orally consumed, CBD has to be first digested by the stomach and then passed through the liver before entering the bloodstream. Enzymes in the liver break down a further portion of CBD before the body can absorb it. By the time the body is able to enjoy the benefits of CBD, one to two hours might have passed. If you're using an existing market water soluble CBD product, desorption rates aren't much better. Because of this, most people who are taking CBD for specific reasons use alcohol-based extractions. A few drops are placed under the tongue and is absorbed directly into the capillaries and mucous membranes of the mouth bypassing the stomach and liver. If you want fast, fast, fast absorption of CBD, nothing works as well as smoking or vaping. Unfortunately, no other method also comes with as many potential health risks as lung delivery. 
In finding a better way to use CVD in liquids, Colorado-based Casimira, which is one of the world's leaders in CVD and THC production, has recently developed Plasma, which is a processed concentrated water soluble CVD product. Casimira claims its water soluble CVD mixture composition is comparable to salt or sugar and water, while colloidal compositions are comparable to milk and water, suspension is comparable to oil and water, and emulsion is comparable to soap and oil and water. For this reason, mixture compositions that use colloidal suspension or emulsion are not ideal for end formulations. For example, putting it in beer. The company says that plasma does not have a notable impact on flavor, consistency, texture, or appearance, and it's easy for customers who do not need any specialized knowledge to add it to their beer. But, what happens when you mix alcohol and CBD, as in adding it to your beer? The short answer is, nobody really knows due to a lack of research. CBD and alcohol can't interact if you take them within four to eight hours of each other, says Shane Gordiano, professor of neurology and biochemistry at Georgetown University Medical Center. That means if you have a drink with dinner and then take a CBD dab before bed, the CBD could have a stronger effect than it would without the alcohol. Since alcohol and CBD both relax and lower your inhibitions, these effects could be especially strong and long-lasting when you mix the two substances. On CBD, you're very chilled, very lighthearted, mellow. The alcohol will make that more intense, Giordano says. For some people, it also makes them very, very sedated. For this reason, he does not recommend the combination. Like anything else, as doses increase of either or both, you get yourself more into a problem, he explains. The more you drink, the more CBD you're taking. You get a potential effect that's greater than the effect of either alone. The level of intoxication is going to be greater, greater loss of control, inhibition, motor coordination, and that becomes pragmatic. Studies in which CBD seems to ward off the effects of alcohol use CBD either as a topical gel or administered around 30 minutes before drinking. They don't put it in the drink itself. When mixing with beer, the dosage is hard to figure out. UK's Green Times Brewing says its high flyer 4.3% ABV beer is jam-packed with CBD, which they clarify on their website as being 10 megs, the same as a single CBD marshmallow. Northern Monk, in collaboration with Green Times, has made a 7.2% ABV green healing, also with 10 megs of CBD. Is 10 megs a credible dose? Most human studies have used anywhere from 20 to 1,500 megs per day. In a study published in Nature, a single dose of 600 megs seems to be what's required to ease anxiety. That would require downing 60 cans of beer to get that same effect, which would probably kill you before the CBD effect sets in. With beer, especially Northern Monk 7.2%, you have to suspect any feeling of relaxation and mellowness is coming from the alcohol. Something I'm a bit worried about is, if alcohol is already depressant and CBD helps you relax and sleep, combining the two gives you a double whammy for dream time it strikes me that while a consumer might be under the drink drive limit, adding CBD to their beer might impact their driving. 
I would not want to be the first tap room to be taken to court over this. If you still want to put CBD in your beer and cash in on this craze, let me pass on one last warning to you. You absolutely need to see third-party test results of the CBD product you are buying for your beer. In fact, let me repeat this. You absolutely need to see third-party test results for the CBD product you are buying. Why? I could say that the levels of CBD you're expecting have a pretty good chance of not being at that level, but this is the least of your worries. Contaminants can enter through the entire hemp cannabis growing and processing cycle. Let's just touch on the growing cycle. Hemp has a habit of soaking up heavy metal contaminants from the ground. It's so effective in doing this, in Italy they grow hemp specifically for this. The leaves can have a concentration of mercury, lead, arsenic, and other heavy metals at a rate of 40% more than the soil it's growing in. Pesticides can also concentrate in the leaves. With the finished product in your hand that you're getting ready to add to your beer, while the government and the EU seem willing to look the other way with many aspects of CBD, one that they're not is the amount of THC in it, which should be very close to zero. In one study in the UK, 45% of all CBD products tested had too high a content of THC, making the products illegal. While I've touched upon just a few things that are in a test report, there are close to around 20 that can all make or break your day. If you go on the web, there are several sites that can help you understand CBD test reports. According to a report from the World Health Organization, in humans, CBD exhibits no effects indicative of any abuse or dependence potential. To date, there is no evidence of public health-related problems associated with the use of pure CBD. You know the WHO. They see danger in everything from a piece of bacon to salt to the air we breathe. For them to come out and get something in green light, that's pretty rare and amazing. There's a huge amount of money being made with CBD products in the States, and that same potential is here. People have said that using CBD has made a huge positive change in their lives. So why am I such a skeptic, Sam, regarding CBD? In my own experience in using it for pain after a cancer operation, I did my homework. I knew what was in the product I was using. I knew the supplier, the whole shebang. I talked to my neighbors who swear by it and it's much stronger cousin to help with all their daily problems. But what did it do for me? Nothing, not a zilch. I've been involved in weightlifting for years and seen products come and go with people swearing by some for six months or a year and then moving on to the next big thing. At the end of the day, none actually do anything for you. If you don't put in the time and have the right genes, downing creatine or glandroids or bull testicles is a waste of time and money. It's just companies taking advantage of the naive and wishful thinkers. I could be completely wrong about CBD. And not only is it going to usher in the age of Aquarius, but it'll become the NHS drug of choice for all that ails us. But prove it to me. Give me some genuine research before putting it in my beer. Call me crazy, but just making a superior beer seems more important than cashing in with CBD. The Brewers' Congress will be held on 20th November in London, and tickets are going fast. For more information on this, visit the Brewers' Journal webpage. With today's podcast, I'd like to thank our sponsors, 
sound engineer John Young, and most of you are brewing compadres for listening in. This has been Velo Mitrovich, and you've been enjoying the Brewer's Journal podcast.